BetMGM has an unreal deal for sports fans in Virginia. Turn $5 into $150 instantly when you place your first wager at BetMGM. Simply download the BetMGM app and sign up using code CHAMPION150. Then, place a $5 wager on any sport. You'll receive $150 in bonus bets, regardless of your wager's outcome. And if you think the fun stops there, the king of sportsbooks has plenty of surprises in store. Check out daily promotions, same game parlays, live bets, and so much more. Download the app in Virginia today and get $150 in bonus bets instantly from your first wager only at BetMGM. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. See BetMGM.com for terms. 21 plus only. Virginia only. New customer offer. Subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Promotional offer not available in Washington, D.C. Back to the Ticket Weeknights on 93Ticket and theticketfm.com. Here is your host, former Husker and NBA vet, Eric Strickland. Welcome back. Welcome back to the Strick Nine Show. Eric Strickland here with DP Strick. Find me at Twitter at eStrick20. You can also at East uh, at Instagram at Eastrick Twenty Media as well. Um, so, what about again? We're we're, we're just going to talk about a few, a little bit of these matchups. Um, we know that Peru State is coming off of uh, you know not a not a very good season. They're nine and fifteen. They they have some you know a little bit of talent returning. One of their leading scorers is returning uh, for that team, and Henry uh, Tanksley. Uh, they also have a, an Omaha, I think, South kid. If I'm if I'm correct, Ty Ty Griggs, uh, very strong, uh, solid kid, averaged 10.8 points a game last year, uh, and also shot about 40% from three. Um, you know they averaged about 73.5 points, which is which is in the range that Nebraska is going to want to want to be. So you know they're going to want to put up some shots and they're going to shoot a lot of threes. But one another interesting one is the college game, in which they're uh, this is this is a unique situation because it is a high level talent, and you normally don't get that in exhibition games where you're able to do that. But they're they're looking to do something pretty significant in that they're they're going to be doing it on the on the on the means of charity. They're going to be giving back to some COVID relief uh, and doing it for charity and, and and a lot of things for the community. Uh, a lot of the proceeds will also go to teammates, a mentor program, the YWCA of Lincoln, as, as well as Employee 402 program. Uh, and the Nebraska Grace program, which is a phenomenal program in which it helps uh, former Husker, Husker players um, and lettermen that have come through um, uh, the University of Nebraska, maybe falling on some hard times, or maybe are dealing with some medical issues and they, they need a little bit of help. And so that program has been uh, pretty good in, in doing some good work in the communities. So it'll be able to help the Colorado community as well. Now, some some phenomenal things is they got a kid on that team that is you know the son of of one of my former teammates in Samaki Walker. I don't know if he's gonna make it past this year because he's he's literally that good. He's got good um, ball skills, good touch, with range, and uh, they've got they've got they've got some significant talent over there. In that uh, you know um, I'm looking forward to seeing how that exhibition game goes. I I think that's going to be a significant test 
in preparation for the for the season to start off, um, you know, they had to shoot a, a high ranked uh, recruiting class left nationally. So they've got some talent on the other side of the ball. I, I think in listening to uh, the players talk about um, these these two exhibitions. Um, really led me to have questions for you. What they talked about was, one, uh, being able to go through and have a, a game day prep situation to walk through, going to class, waking up, eating, stretching, getting treatment, um, getting the meals in their body, uh, getting things taken care of so that they go to the gym and they get lined up, play the game, and then what their recovery would be after that. There's a lot of the, 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 the mechanics of being Power 5 Division One player that they haven't gone through with a crowd. And so now they'll, they'll get the opportunity. They'll have tomorrow. They'll do it again on Sunday, which, I mean, again, you know, Sunday day games, that, that's pretty rare. Um, but they'll be able to go through uh, the motions and learn how to go through a Saturday game that way they they don't they wouldn't do it on saturday with the huskers playing a home game but they can do it on sunday and, and go through it strick i'll ask you if you can recall the exhibitions while you were here the first one is usually one where for you to just get long and get your work in right that that you know, that <laughs> let's see how much of the lessons that were learned translate and transfer to an exhibition game, to the, to an actual hard floor game against an opponent. What do you remember about your exhibition games here at the University of Nebraska? So there's two things. One, usually we played at least one, if not two, exhibition games against um, teams that were playing national competition or they were former college players that had played the game or just recently had come out of, of playing in the, co- in, in the college uh, ranks. Right. And so they would be like Pella windows and, and there would be these organizations that would put these teams together and would, would travel around and, and play these exhibition games. So we really got to play against very mature, uh, highly uh, integ- uh, you know, IQ basketball guys and, um, so those, th- those types of preparations were solid, even though we were athletically probably, you know, would overwhelm them or get after them a little bit. We, we, we would beat them pretty good, but when we were really, we were a good team. So, you know, that wasn't, that's neither here nor there, but I think that those things prepared us very well for that. I, I, I don't know if, if I, I think the way that I would look at it, you know, when I came in, um, we we used it as an opportunity to tighten up any loose screws that we had. Um, uh, we were able to find out some combinations. Uh, that's where we would use that um, in those types of situations. We'd be able to tweak and play with different uh, lineup combinations to, to figure out uh, rotation times and stuff like that. Um, you know, a game against Colorado will be able to test your metal, your metal, whether or not, you know, you're ready, whether or not you're ready to get in the trenches and bang or whether or not you're ready to uh, handle the runs that are going to be associated with a game, you know, 40 minutes of a game. So um, those are some of the things that 
these games are going to be able to help them with, uh, you know, that's significantly different from when our time was. I mean, we pretty much knew going in that we were going to, we we're going to beat somebody up. You know what I mean? We, 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 we kind of knew we, if, if it was even close, we, we knew that there's, there's a problem. We need to address it immediately. And so listening to, you know, some of the things that Hoiberg talks about, uh, some of the issues that they're having that they're going to be able to bear witness to it. And it's it's good for this Peru State game when they're dealing with this is transition issues. So they're having some transition issues right now defensively, uh, be able to get back and match up and making sure they're not giving up fast break points and easy opportunities. Um, turning the ball over, you know, against, against a team like that, um, you know, having that against – a low turnover game against the Peru State, and then you're going to have probably a, a very credible defensive team that's long, that's going to challenge you at the rim, and that's also uh, have very good feet, and they're very good defense last year. So those those two things are going to work out. But you're probably not going to have the rebound problems that Fred Hoiberg is expressing that they're having right now, which is which is significant problem of some of the losses that that have incurred with them last year was rebounding, you know, timely rebounds and all of those things. So when you, when you, when you look at that, because then they're going to be tested on that against a good Colorado, you know, team who they're, they're going to, they're going to crash. So I think all of it's going to be good for, for preparation and, and getting them prepared for, for what's to come. They have a very tough, um, you know, they're going to face, you know, some, some ranked teams they're going to have, have to go against a very strong Auburn team that's going to run and that's going to bang as well. Um, that's a top 25 team in the country right now as well. So, you know, those are some of the things that, that's, that they're going to look for in the non-conference that they're going to be able to do and, 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 and get a good look at some of those things. They're going to be able to work out, work out some of those kinks. Strick, you, you talked about once you, the things that you would find out that were new, but was there ever a case where you found somebody who, didn't practice particularly well, but all of a sudden, game time exhibition, they lit up a little bit. Um, on on any of my teams, yeah, I would probably say Jerron Boone. Jerron wasn't a very good practice player, but when it came to game, you know that there was a there was a wet ball, you know, involved. Mm-hmm. Um, Jerron practiced, but. Um, we all practice. I think we all went hard. Um, I would say Bernard's a guy like that as well. Um, just, I mean, looked like he was sluggish and uh, nonchalant, but then getting the game and some work. Gregory was one of those type of guys that I played with that was very similar to that. But, uh, you know, guys like Teron Liu and Eric Pikowski, I mean, I think we love to practice. Terrence Badgett. guys like that, man, we, we actually loved practicing because, I mean, it was, it was, it was, very competitive. Tom Wall, guys like that, just like to get after it. It's always fun, right? You said that you, you played against, and I remember the old like American International, like those, those yeah, like like those, yeah. <laughs> those those guys who had who had graduated, uh, maybe went overseas, maybe went yeah. to a couple of camps. Uh, always a little bit older, always a little bit angrier. Um, <laughs> and then they come into your building and try to ruin your party, right? Like that was always yeah. constant. Like, wait a minute, dude, loosen up a little bit. We just, this is the exhibition game. This, you're not getting a deal. 
uh, <laughs> you're not getting a deal tonight, so don't worry about that it. That part. Yep, yep. Mm-hmm. Like, like, don't take anybody out. Don't hurt anybody uh, to go and do that. Then what's what's the difference between the practices and the drills versus having an actual game day as a as an active student? How is that going to change? Like they're just learning how to go. You know, there's a lot of freshmen on it and newcomers on this on this roster, so they're learning how this thing's going to go. And now they got to go to class. Middle of the day. Now they got work to do, and the game that first night there. Jittery, excited, butterflies, calm. Um, I think there's always butterflies. Um, there's always an anxious anticipation. You'll probably see maybe an air ball or two. <laughs> you know, you'll right. probably see a hard brick. You know, on on a shot early, and then you know you'll kind of just kind of get into a flow. Uh, you'll come off with. You know, uh, reckless abandon. If you're coming off the bench, you're just like, yeah, you know, let's go. And and all of that intensity will, will kick in early. But then I think you'll find that the if you just allow the game to come, allow the game to flow, that it, it'll you'll you'll begin to ease into it. Um, I always found found that if you play defense and you get a steal or two or get a fast break and get to the free throw line, some of those simple things can can ease down some of the anxiety that you may have going into a game. So I think that's, um, that's, those are some of the things that will allow you to um, ease into the game and be soberly excited because there's nothing like going over three or over four uh, because now you're really, you know, tight on some of those shots, especially early in the season. So um, easy opportunities, early opportunities, uh, especially from the defense, from steals, from hands on ball, getting out on a fast break, um, those things can settle you down a little bit easier. So when you're you're in this thing, right, and and it's different because you were a scorer as well as you. Like I always think, exhibition games scores tend to have more easily easy, easily uh, to more easy to be successful than just pure shooters. Yeah, I I, I think so. Is because I mean, if you're a scorer, it doesn't matter who who they put in front of you. You you you're you feel I'm giving you business. Period. Mm-hmm. Point blank, like that, one hundred. You know, I'm giving you that work. You know, so there's nothing you can do to me. There's no defense you can put on me. Where I want this ball, I'm gonna give it to you. You just gonna do like Puffy and take that, take that, take that. <laughs> you know, that's that's just how it's gonna be. When you're a shooter. You know, normally you you want to be able to get to your spots, the spots that, you know, whether you're, you know, you're a corner shooter, you know, like guys like um, um, Bowen, Bruce Bowen, uh-huh. right? Guys like Bruce Bowen weren't necessarily good shooters, but if you got him in his spot, which was in the corner or the top, he, he's going to bang you. You know what I mean? Right. So, so that's... That's um, that's the other two is when you're a shooter, get to your spots that you've been working on, that you're comfortable with. And and I would say um, don't be so anxious to take the three. You know, if they know you're a shooter, take that one shot fake, get in there with that, that one dribble and hit that pull. Then that'll get you going. You know what I mean? Because now that's they're going to be slow to close out to you. So now that three is not going to be someone firing out at you or running out 
super hard and challenging you at your peak, now you're going to be able to get, you know, that one that they're a little half step slow because you just hit them with that, that shot fake one and, and pop. Now you're going to be able to just take that nice, easy stroke, and, and now you're two for two. You know what I'm saying? That's I think that's, as a shooter, you want to you wanna do something of that nature if you're a shooter. Strick, do you ever get false confidence in, in these exhibitions? Like, is it ever a thing where you go, all right, there's some stuff we can do against dudes who are less talented than we are? That can you? Well, I think that's where the coaches have to come in. Okay. Right? I think, um, yeah, you can you can definitely get into that. You can play down to your competition, so as, as they call it, right? Mm-hmm. Um, you know, you're significantly better, significantly stronger, but then you can get into in individual play uh, where the ball's stagnant. There's no movement. There's no cutting. You know, you're just kind of lollygagging, taking it easy, and then a team jumps out on you and they hit six, seven, ten threes, and now you're in a dogfight, you might take a L, you mm-hmm. know? That's that's the difference. You have to look at every game as we need to win by 20. We're going to beat you. We're going to beat you by 10 to 20 every game. You know what I mean? It doesn't matter who you are. I mean, you can be Bethune-Cookman from the saying, I don't care. You, we, we, We're going to give you this pounding, and it's got to be consistent. If you consistently look at each game and approach like that, then your game, your play will remain consistent. So that's an important part as well, no doubt. It, 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 so this one's a little strange too because you know Omaha. You know Omaha Hoopers. You know guys who felt like maybe they should have the opportunity. But what happens when a group who can come in, they shoot a lot of threes. That's what Peru State does. They shoot a lot of threes, yeah. greet the space. And they – look, this is a big one for them. Like, this is the moment. Like, women, they get to take down folks that that get to go do things that they don't get to do. Right? This is a big one. If you're Peru State and you're from Omaha and you get a chance to, to chip at, at the arm of, of the University of Nebraska, this is a big night, man. I would imagine they come with their fist balled up. Yeah. Oh, there's no question. Pinnacle Bank, you know what I mean? Some of them have played state tournaments. They're, they're gonna, some of them, I mean, kids – are going to have some comfort because they probably went to state. They're used to playing in pinnacle. The rim don't, the the rim or the atmosphere is not going to be intimidating because I've been here before. It, 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 you know, example of that was no different for me of when I knew I could play. I mean, I knew I, I always believe I could play in the NBA, but when I really knew was when we went up to New York and we played in the final four, in the NIT national tournament in the garden mm-hmm. with the lights on the crowd banging, you know, you're in Madison square garden and, and it's all on the line. That's when I knew, you know what I mean? Because you know, I went in there. So the arena is in itself. When I got back to the Madison square garden, it didn't, it, it didn't phase me. It was a comfort level. It was, I was used to being there. You know what I mean? And so that's what, a dynamic they can run into. These some of these kids are going to come in like, shoot, I've been here before. This ain't this ain't nothing new to me. It just this team has us on it. I, you know? I I'll ask this, and I know it's a tough question, um, because it's different this year. But who are you m- most intrigued by off this roster in seeing tomorrow night? Who do you want to see do their thing tomorrow night? Man, you know me, man. The lefty, 
the Japanese sensation. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? I, I, that's I mean, listen, Bryce is going to do Bryce. Trey is Trey. Mm-hmm. Lat is bucking and bu- bulling and shooting threes and doing his thing. Goggles is going to do what he do. I want to just I want to see the Japanese sensation continue. You know, a whirlwind international saver <laughs> that's sparked right now down there in Husker Nation, big red country. You know they what I'm saying? They're not ready. I, I want to see him light it up. They're not ready for him. I'm telling you, bro. They're not ready for this. Like I, I, I went, I went to practice the other day. I'm just t- <laughs> like I'm sitting back, and I, every every time I get to watch this dude, I make him start over at zero. like i make him rewind and reset it's like okay okay, prove it like (laughs) prove it again all right all right all right it's 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 friday prove prove it again like i i'm Mm -hmm. and every time you see this guy it's all the and forget about the big stuff like the 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 30-foot range on the three that looks as natural as his free throw. Forget about that. Put that down. Put down. Put put his range from the corner. Put that down. Where I keep getting my eyes drawn are, one, his being able to handle the ball no matter who's defending him. Like no matter – like you they got – they have four defensive dogs that they run at Keisha, and he still gets – he gets around them and by them. Then his defensive IQ that he like if you whatever sequence you're running, this dude's running the play mentally with you. That's mm-hmm. how, right. Like he's in the right place and he's in the right space, right? And he's and always defensive. Right. Yeah. And quickness. Like he he he'll he'll get them cookies. He'll get them cookies. And, and eat your Oreos. And, and and then and then like he's gonna steal from the top of the key. And just pull up at the H in Husker and go ahead and knock it down. Mm-hmm. Like it's just going to be different. It's going to be different. And you're right. It th- there's there's tons of dudes, but Tamanaga does things. And th- and then the other part of it, along with what he does, better than the average rebounder. Also, will go up if he's out by himself. He'll punch one on. He'll bang you. Mm-hmm. Uh, he'll go ahead and throw it down. But he's a better rebounder than you could possibly expect. Mm-hmm. So, and then the part that's going to be as, as as much intriguing as anything else is the media that comes with him. Yeah, yeah. The Japanese media are paying attention, and mm-hmm. they're waiting. And I look, man, I, I'm I'm thrilled. They got a lot of stuff going on, but. Young dude is a traveling roadshow, bro. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's going to be interesting. So uh, we look forward to what the Huskers are going to bring. We look forward to what they're going to do. We're excited for what Fred Hoiberg has put together and that staff. And now it's just a matter of being able to manage all the contingencies that come with, um, you know, a team like that. Um, and so we're, we're interested to see where that goes. And, and how they're going to be able to handle that. And I think we'll be able to kind of uh, take a peek into the mind of, of, of what Husker basketball is going to be and what Fred Hoiberg has put together. Yeah. And we're going to see very soon, starting tomorrow night. Uh, again, uh, thank you again for tapping in. 
to Strict Nine Show with me, Eric Strickland, DP. We're going to take a break right now. Find us again at 93.7 The Ticket, also on YouTube at 93.7 The Ticket and theticketfm.com, the app. Go get it. Smash that like button. Come back. We're going to talk a little bit more, and we might get into maybe a little Husker volleyball because, you know, they they on a roll right now. We're going to come back and talk Husker volleyball right now. Tap in on them real quick. Strict Nine Show. Bet MGM has an unreal deal for sports fans in Virginia. Turn $5 into $150 instantly when you place your first wager at Bet MGM. Simply download the Bet MGM app and sign up using code CHAMPION150. Then, place a $5 wager on any sport. You'll receive $150 in bonus bets, regardless of your wager's outcome. And if you think the fun stops there, the king of sportsbooks has plenty of surprises in store. Check out daily promotions, same game parlays, live bets, and so much more. Download the app in Virginia today and get $150 in bonus bets instantly from your first wager only at BetMGM. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. See BetMGM.com for terms. 21 plus only. Virginia only. New customer offer. Subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Promotional offer not available in Washington, D.C. 